This is show 106 of a cloth diaper podcast. Today I'm joined with Nicole McCormick from McCosy Bottoms Diapers. Welcome back to the Cloth Diaper Podcast, a super niche, super awesome podcast all about cloth diapering. That's right. We seriously only talk about cloth diapering. I mean, every now and then we kind of get off base, but we always get back to our core and we're looking to connect with other cloth diapering parents, brands, and retailers around the world to learn a wide variety of lessons, experiences, and opportunities. My name is Bailey. I am the host and I am uh, just a parent like you. I cloth diapered my babies from about 2015 to 2019. I had two kids and I currently live in Northern British Columbia. Since my kids are finished cloth diapering, I find myself in what is the most honorable role that exists in this community, the role of listening and sharing and gathering information and putting it out there for you. You, the curious cloth diaper parent, the curious cloth diaper retailer, and uh, the curious person. The Cloth Diaper Podcast is about to turn four years old this year, which is absolutely crazy. With 106 shows, we have a full schedule for 2022, and I cannot wait to bring you some great new topics, including some not cloth diaper topics. Are you here for that? You'll be here for that. I know. If you're not already, please go visit clothdiaperpodcast.com. Sign up for my newsletter. It's the best way to stay in the know and in touch with whatever is going on, including sponsorship codes. While today's sponsor does not have a code, she is fantastic. Fun fact, most of these sponsorship posts that I'm about to share with you, I record myself and write them myself. But this one, I'm just going to wing it. Today's show is brought to you by Shine Cloth. If you've been listening to the show for some time, you may know about Shine Cloth because you listened to her episode on the Cloth Ever podcast that was released in January. If so, this is a reminder to go visit her at www.shinecloth.com. That is S-H-I-N-E-C-L-O-T-H.com. Shine Cloth. Shine Cloth is owned by Deja, who is the person behind this handmade and curated cloth diaper brand based in Los Angeles, California. Shine Cloth Diaper sells a variety of products, including cloth diaper covers, snap-in inserts, pins, and more. Shine Cloth Diapers drop on a regular basis, and she's also expanding into some great new products, including fitted diapers and more. Be sure to follow Shine Cloth Diapers wherever you engage on social media or drop into our website, www.shinecloth.com and sign up for that email list. Now on to the show with Nicole from McCosy Bottoms. I do have her pocket diaper here in my stash and I most likely have already written a review about it. So you can find that in the information box about this show. The link to her product review will be there. It is, oh my gosh, the most beautiful product on the planet. All right. Well, I want to say thank you for having me on the show. Oh. First of all, I really appreciate it. Um, so I started cloth diapering uh, when I was just pregnant with actually our last kid, our, our final kid, Noel. Um, what brought me How to many cloth do you diapering? Have? I have four. So I have a 13-year-old, um, a six-year-old, a three-year-old, and now she's 18 months. Yes. Uh, so I have four, yes, four house, and I take care of my grandmother who is 90 years old who has dementia. 
So okay. that's like a fifth kid, I guess you could say too. Yes, like yes. Kind of you are dealing. What's that? Yeah. You're like the sandwich generation there. You, you got it yeah. all that you're juggling. Yeah. I'm doing a whole lot at one time. Mm-hmm. But um, I basically started off um, cloth diapering because of the pandemic. Seriously. So I'm pregnant with my kid. I'm watching the news and I'm like, dude, everything is flying off the shelves. You know, I don't want to have to fight someone to get some diapers for my kid. You know, like I felt like I was going to be in a position where I'm like, you know, being pregnant, trying to rush and bum rush people, you know, all the, everything was gone. So I was like, okay, so let's look into what we're going to be doing with this kid. And um, I was fortunate enough to uh, previous, uh, my previous kids actually, um, was fortunate enough to work at the post office and they filled up like cartons, like basically a whole mail truck full of like diapers where they were disposables and I kind of didn't have to worry about it. So it's like, I didn't really know about cloth diapering. I feel like a lot of the people in the black community didn't know about cloth diapering. They don't really speak about it. When we, when we told everybody we were a cloth diaper in our kid, they're like, what? You know, let's see if you, you know, you can keep up with it. You know, that was kind of like me and my husband were just like, man, forget it. That's what we're going to do. So I just kind of started researching. Um, I started looking at all the different like brands kind of just, okay, what can I afford at this time? Let me, you know, what's going to be a good stash start. So I started looking into Facebook groups, joining Facebook groups, like cloth diaper from beginners and black moms at cloth diaper. Like what, you know, what, you know, what is cloth diaper all about? You know, and then you have everyone who's kind of telling you about cloth diapers and like, um, this, you know, how much should I have on my stash? And I had all those questions of like, how do I wash this? Or, you know, oh, yeah. I have to learn about hard water and soft water. And, and, you know, I'm like, Oh God, this is a lot. But <laughs> because of the pandemic, it was like, I have to have something for my kids. So I just started off basically cloth diapering her. Um, I think we started cloth diapering day two when she was born. Like her first day, I was so out of it from having a C-section. I nearly died having her. So with that being said, I'm glad to be here. So when I had her, I had, I think, a Greener Odyssey uh, newborn diaper, and it fit her super good. It was their little bumblebee print, and I call her my little busy bee, and it was just so cute, and I was like, okay, I got to keep this up, but, you know, being a new mom, having all the kids, I'm like, all right, I don't know if I could do this, so I kind of, like, stopped. Yeah, yeah you got and <laughs> for, like, the first few, like, the, like two months in, I had kind of stopped. And I was kind of given some diapers and I was given a box of Pampers and my baby got the biggest rash. I felt like the most terrible mom. I was like, you know what? We have all these diapers. My husband's like, dude, you have to use these diapers. Okay, let me start, you know, cloth diapering her and kind of get like a routine. We had jumped into it like when she was real little, but just life happened. So I'm like, once she turned three months, we went full, full cloth. And I was just like, all right. I really love this you whole coffee. Three months is kind of an easier phase of motherhood, too. You kind of you're a little bit out of that immediate overwhelm. Right. I was I was just over and then like having a wash routine down and just kind of like looking up that, not not knowing like what I was doing. I'm like, is it okay? They're like, you know, you're breastfeeding. Just throw that thing inside the washing machine. You're fine. I was like, oh, it's a lot easier than I can. I'm just gonna throw it in there. And it and I was like, oh, it worked, you know. But yeah, of course, you know, I was thinking, what about, I am thinking like I've been doing this podcasting now for a long time, like four years, which feels forever. But it is absolutely surreal to me that I am talking to a woman who had a baby in the pandemic and then started a business 
because I'm like, have we really been in a pandemic this long that people are starting businesses um, and coming out on this other side and it's been two years? You're this is all, this is, you just, you just, you just started. This is all new. Your brand is so beautiful and so polished and your products were incredible that I am so surprised to hear. I mean, I did a little snooping, but I didn't do a dig deep dive because I figured you'd tell me your story um, that this is like all happened in less than two years. This yeah. whirlwind into cloth as a mom of four you're dealing with preteens. Like I've heard that's worse than three-year-olds and cloth diapering. So why did you decide to start your own brand? When we started talking, you said you had a corporate job, so I'm not seeing a seamstress connection, but what happened there? Right. So yeah. So basically during the pandemic, I'm on maternity leave. And I'm like, dude, I do not want to go back to work. What am I going to do if I lose my job? You know what I'm saying? I'm like, I don't want to expose my grandma to COVID. And, you know, I work at a, at a corporate office. I'm like, dude, I don't know what I'm going to do. So honestly, I just fell in love with cloth diapering. And I just started looking up stuff. I'm joining groups, Etsy <laughs> groups, patterning groups, sewing groups. I'm joining. I'm looking at YouTube videos, falling asleep, literally holding my phone, oh, learning. My cool. husband is like, what are you doing? I'm like researching. I'm researching like how, how like thick the inserts need to be. I'm, I'm, I'm like buying just out of nowhere. Basically, uh, when we had got our stimulus check, I literally invested the stimulus money to buy my sewing machines and surgery. So I kind of just took it to be like, okay, they're giving us this money. If I end up losing my job and I don't want to expose my grandma to COVID or me to myself or my family, uh, let's see what I can do. So my husband was like, babe, what's, you know, what's this package? I'm like, yeah, it's a sewing machine. He's like, you're really going to do this. I'm like, yeah, I'm really going to do this. He's like, babe, do you think you can do this? You, you have, you don't even know how to sew. Like, have you ever sewn in your life? I'm like, nope, don't really know. But I did a lot of research, you know, I'm sitting there like looking up threads. (laughs) That's how they all start. They seriously, you guys all do it this way. Everybody, nobody comes into this industry as a seamstress. I always think I'm going to hear the story about, I went to school for fashion. Well, I did hear that story the other day. I haven't, I haven't even recorded. Anyways, but it's just like, some mom on YouTube learning how to sew with their sewing machine they bought off the internet full from scratch. It's just incredible every time. Yeah. So basically that's kind of what happened. I was, I went, as I'm researching, I'm trying to find out like, what's the best stuff, like the best thread. Like I'm, I'm like asking all these questions. So what's the best thread to get? Well, you know, you know, okay. I need, okay. Gooderman threads good. All right. I'm like looking up everything of what to get What you know, what's the best insert, the GSM. What is it? What does that mean? You know, I'm like learning, I'm like, okay, what kind of fabric is this? You know, what kind of fabric do I need? How do I find this fabric? So basically asking all those questions that kind of helped me kind of build the, build the brand. And, um, my well, you obviously the asked person. all the right questions because when I received your product last week, I was just blown away with the quality of everything. I have your insert. I guess that's the only thing I can find right now. I guess it's downstairs, but like beautiful, like this is beautiful nicole for somebody who like yeah you just you went in and you found what you wanted and you like went for it yeah so once i found that out basically i started sewing up some stuff and testing it on my daughter i'm like at this time 
you know, I don't have the best sewing machine and I'm trying, you know, I'm learning like different stuff with threads and how to get the tension right and stuff that I was like trying to perfect in my craft, but not really knowing. So I'm like, okay, I'm not ready to do this. So we had actually all got COVID in December of 2020. And at this time, of course, you know, the business hasn't launched yet, but I'm learning. And I kind of like just put someone to the side. And my husband's like, all right, you bought this machine in October. January's flipping, January's coming around. He's like, you're going to have to go be back from maternity leave. And I'm like, I know. And he's just like, well, you bought all this stuff. You better use it. I'm like, all right. <laughs> don't, he's like, don't give it up. So he's like pushing me. Oh, I'm me like, okay, husband. I'm a little bit <laughs> nervous. I'm so, I'm so nervous about being some terrible product, but I'm trying. So I had had like, got like a Facebook group back in November. Like when I first started, I had um, got the name from actually a family member. You know, our last name is McCormick. So I, my husband is like big on like, asking people questions on social media so he posted it he's like you know my my wife's making all these cool diapers and what do you think we should name our business and then his uh cousin was like Makozi bottoms and because i didn't know what name we wanted to do and i was just like i feel like when the name happens i'm gonna know like that's the name you know when i hear it i know that's gonna be the name so we were like going through different names and i wasn't liking it and then when he asked that question and his cousin said it i'm like that's it that's the name. You know, I was so excited. I was like, that's the name. I love it. I love it. So I was like, I was like, honey, delete the comment. That's the name. We're going with that. Just forget it. That's the, you know, that's how, that's how we came up with Makosi Bottoms. It matches our last name. You've answered the question at the end of my list here. Exactly. I always love what's in a name. It is a fantastic name. I love the fact that it matches our last name. It's like a family business. So me and my husband, I mean, I'm, I'm operating it more solely, but last year, like my husband was in it, like really heavy with helping me with everything, like cutting stuff, sewing, putting buttons yeah, it's on. it's a lot of work. You need that. Yeah. You need a hands, really. I was going right. to say, like so, your 13 year old or yeah, your husband's probably a better choice. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, he's totally a better, like I was having him cut like so much stuff for me. And this year I was like, I'm taking more on just to myself just kind of smaller quantities but basically we had launched the group he pushed me to go ahead and do it and i had went back to work starting february and at that time we were still in the office because i had a baby and um you're technically high risk having the kid they actually sent us all home so i was like okay now i'm working from home working for the bank from home i'm like okay this is perfect but if they still end up sending this back, I need to figure out what I'm going to do. So I kept like, um, I kept it up. My husband pushed me and was like, okay, we're just going to invite every, all of our friends to the Facebook group. I'm like, huh? He's like, yeah, I'm just going to, I'm going to put it on my wall. I have 3000 friends. You have friends and moms. Let's start inviting a list of people to the group. I'm like, okay. Let's do it. He's like joining all these mom groups. I and love husbands like because they're just, groups. they're shameless. They just, husbands, <laughs> they just do it. You know, like we're just here yeah. sitting through the all like, what are people going to think of us? Oh my gosh, right. we can't force this on anybody. They have to come to it. They're going to think I'm weird. I can't do this. And husbands are just like, WTF, why are you, why? Are you? Just, just do it. Let's just right. do it. Let's you just, just ask You're just worrying about yourself. You're just <laughs> worrying yourself. Just go. So he just jumps in there. And, and then um, at this time, I still haven't even, officially got the business like legally I just was sewing and he goes all right you know have people comment what they want 
So then they're commenting what they want. I'm sending them like my PayPal to my personal PayPal at that time um, to pay. And then my husband's like, well, you got these people money. You better go ahead and get this stuff done. I'm like, yes, I better. I was just like so nervous. I'm like, oh my God, like I am so nervous. Like I just learned how to sew three months ago. Like, you know, like I'm not really the best. Nicole, like Please. one of these questions that I have written <laughs> down here, which feels so stupid, silly now is... I wrote down this thought when I received your diaper. I was like, wow, this is so polished. She's done such a great job. She's thought through the snap. She's thought through all of these incredible pieces of your diaper. And here you are telling me the most wild business plan that had absolutely no planning involved in it. And I was going to ask you how you put together such a well-articulated product. And I just feel like... You took me through a tornado, so I'm not sure. <laughs> my husband took me through a tornado myself. I was freaking out and panicking. So we like kind of launched it like the 29th. And then on February the 1st, which is today, um, Petite Crown actually posted all the black cloth diapering um, companies. And that was big. That was big for me. And shout out to Petite Crown. That was love, you know, like being a new business. I'm not really knowing like, and she's huge. So I'm like, wow, this is so awesome. And I'm like, my husband's like, okay. So now you're getting out there, you know, somebody big is putting your name out there. So what you're going to do now? And I'm like, okay, I need to get a website. You know, I need to go legit. Let me go get the LLC, the AEIN number. You know, let me go ahead and get the bank account. Got, and I got all that stuff established in 10 days, right after she posted it. I don't so, like, I'm going to send this clip to Mari. I'll call her up right <laughs> after this. I'll call Mari and I'll be like, Mari, Nicole said you kicked her ass in gear. You got this girl yes. going. Kudos. Yes. And that, and you know, that, that honestly, shout out to her. Thank you, Mari, so much. Like if you listen to this, thank oh, you. Oh, she does. I saw she just listened that, to Shine. I just, I don't know. Without that, I just don't know how big we actually could have been. Just that shout out like meant a lot as a new business owner. I mean, and her not even knowing me. Like, I'm like, how did she even know my name? You know, like, so that was awesome. I, I can like, remember, I remember last year that post coming out because she had done some amazing research and she showed up like so many black owned creators in this industry that I didn't, I, I feel like I keep a good pulse. And I was just like, wow, look at all these women. Like she did a huge job of finding y'all. That's one of the hardest things about being a small business, or at least I find like my perspective being an advocate of small businesses is finding you um, because you are, you're off in your own little worlds doing and promoting in your own community. Right. And so um, we'll have to pass on Mari, uh, share the love with her. She's been a huge advocate of supporting and I love and black lives period and I love that about her and that that's kind of what kicked it off honestly her post is what kicked it off I think that's what helped one year one year ago yes today wow yes all right kicked it off for us so then it's the season of cloth diaper births this is like everybody has their birthday kind of in January and February it's just like Something that happens in our industry, I find. <laughs> just, it just my, my birthday's in October, but my, my son was born in January. But basically, when she when she did that, I was like, okay, this is great. And I started getting more orders, and I went legit. And I'm like, okay, you know, what do I do? So I actually um, started looking into pre-flats and, you know, different designs. I had, had the pocket, and I'm still working on that, like working on, like, how do I 
make the best sewing skills? Like, what do I need to do? How do I make this product that's going to be sustainable for years to come? I want to, I want to see like one old diaper, you know, passed down like seven years, you know, sold on a BST group passed down. Like, wow, this is like 10 years in, you know, that's, that's kind of like what I've been trying to build. And uh, the pre-flats hat came out. And at that time, I really didn't know everything about pre-flats, but that's what kind of took me off because it was kind of like brand new, you know, pre stretchy pre-flats, um, a lot of the work at home moms, I didn't see, it was just, it seemed like to me, you know, cause I mean, I was new to cloth diaper. It just seemed like it was kind of like brand new stretchy pre-flats was like a new thing. So I think that's what kind of like built the Makosi bottom brand, even though like my love is for pocket diapers, like my passion. I love making pockets, you know? Really? But, okay. So, I mean, that's okay. We should talk about that. We should hit a pause button and let's talk about this pocket diaper because not a lot of work at home moms make them. And I was... I wasn't sure what was going to be in my package because sometimes like I see you guys email me and I just, I'm consuming a lot of information. So I get it. And I actually didn't know what to expect inside of it. And I pulled out a pocket, but then you're also telling me you're a work at home mom. And I was a little confused because it's not, we don't see that a lot. Um, working with, working with a PUL and a sewing machine, like people generally don't like it. Why are you sewing a pocket diaper, Nicole? And um, why is that your love? What do you love about it? I want to know. It was the very first diaper that I had ever had was a pocket diaper. And it was actually Apple Baby. And I was just like, you know what? I like this, but I want this with the athletic wicking jersey. And I want it to be really soft and luxurious pull. And basically, I'd actually asked that question in a group why a lot of work at home moms don't sew pocket diapers. Yeah, they don't. And I just think it was just hard. Um, it's a lot of work. You know, it's a lot of, you know, the snap. I have a snap press uh, semi-automatic machine. I was using my hands at first with the table press. Oh, it was terrible. And I was like, oh, no, I got to figure out this way better to be able to get something. A lot of people are just like a snap girl, one girl to do it. They're like, can't do this anymore. (laughs) I bought a semi-automatic snap press machine. That baby, I'll stick it down there. Does it for me. I just got to stick the button. It makes it 10 times easier. So um, basically what got me love in the pocket was just the fact that I just like that you can customize how much you need to be able to stuff in the pocket for the baby. Like if, you know, my, my daughter at first, she only had the snake insert, you know, that's all she really needed. Now I could do with a snake in the booster. I could stick a pre-flat in that thing, you know, and and it, I can customize the absorbency to my kid. So that's kind of like why I love the pocket. I love the fit of it. You know, I, um, just love how big it gets. It's super stretchy. I don't know. You just I, love I everything love about it. Diapers. So it's the diaper you make. Is that what you would yeah. say is like, if anybody was to try one product from a cozy bottoms, is that your staple? Is that your signature piece? I, because it was my first ever make. I feel like, yes, it's just that I am competing with a lot of mass production and a lot of people that make cloth diapers, you know, overseas. And that's hard. It's that's and that's why a lot of the work at home moms, you know, they don't. I mean, the profit margins aren't there. It's hard to convince somebody to spend the money on it as well. You guys, like, I know this is audio, um, but Nicole's pocket is incredibly beautiful. Oh, something I was chatting with another friend the other day in the industry about was we've seen a lot of brands emerge over the last couple of years, but it's a lot of the same old, same old, unfortunately. And something that's been missing has been like this emergence of really strong quality products. And it's a niche. It's not for everybody, right? Like 
it's not a budget item, but it, there's something beautiful also about having like a beautiful product. Like it's so cool to see this craftsmanship that you put into it and all of that. I love the Mikosi bottom snap and the PUL was so soft and the athletic wicking Jersey too. Like it, surreal i felt like i gotta go compare it to my other stuff i was just like nicole has blown it out of the park with this product but you don't just create pockets you also do a pre-flat and grow with me yes. clothing yes so the grow with me clothing i have my seamstress do i haven't i haven't had the chance to be able to even have the time to be able to do that but i wanted to bring that I actually do a lot of polls in my group and i just kind of ask them what do they want to see from my shop like my feedback and my customers i we ask how we thrive i'm dead serious i'm always asking questions like well, it sounds like you right your husband frozen everybody into this group and you've just been propelling for a year and some based on like feedback from customers and you know what i think mari does that too at petite crown and everybody else you know like customers ask okay well yeah let's pivot let's see if that's something i can do and then you do it and you put it out and people are excited and they keep going <laughs> right so basically i just wanted to I, everybody wants me to bring out covers and I decided to partner with Bumby. Um, I love the fact that having just an elastic free time. So just using my pre-flat and Bumby's wool cover, I just felt like that was the perfect pair to give people the elastic break that they need. So that's the reason why I chose like to be able to do that. I love, love, love Bumby's wool like it is amazing <laughs> she's phenomenal is amazing. she's doing great things too her turnaround time is amazing everything is amazing about Bumby I love the quality and I felt like that was the best partnership that I could have so that's why I had looked into partnering with her um I plan to do future partners with like other people just like collaborations I'm mean, planning that for this year um with Shine um oh, I, I'm awesome. planning that with her yeah, so I'm, I'm super excited about that. We're going to do something for Juneteenth. Um, also... Okay, write that down, Juneteenth. That is that is June 19th, isn't it? Yes. So Sorry. we're going to do a now collab day. Uh, June 19th. Just also really... Basically, that's kind of what got our name out there. It was the perfect nighttime diaper. Um, the good, A good amount of thickness that we have in our pocket. I mean, in our pre-flat, the good GSM that we have, the, the high absorbency, they love it. They loved it. So, um, and I love it too. We do use a lot of prefabs, but I just kind of go through like a hate love relationship. I'm being completely honest. There's times where I just love my preflats, preflats and covers. That's all. Then there's just times where I love my pockets. I just so happen to be in that time right now where I'm just like, I just love throwing my little girl in a pocket. And that's maybe because she's like super mobile and like really everywhere. That I don't know. I just feel like just the grip on my on with the elasties and her little crazy things that she does. <laughs> I do do cover free time with her, so sometimes like her snappy gets snagged on. Oh you know, yeah, like, and then it's kind of like, but it's not a fun. You, I mentioned, I saw on your Instagram the other day that you mentioned your pocket has what you classified a McCosey fit. What's a McCosey fit? I get what I call it the McCosey fit is because I did a few comparisons. I didn't have a whole lot. I had people comparing my diapers to like the manufacturing made diapers and just to see how snugly or like how much room they have to grow. Like I see a lot of people who, you know, they're hanging on by a thread at, right <laughs> yes, at the hip, right? you know, like they're hanging, just is like nothing there to be able to 
grip and hold on. So I'll say the Makosi fit is like you kind of have like more of a snug fit. It's trim. It's a more like trimmer fit on the on the babe. And I just feel like the Makosi fit is just everything you need in a, a diaper. You can use it as a swim diaper too because it's the athletic wick and jersey, which is awesome. It's super soft. It dries pretty fast as well. And that's kind of like what we call the Makosi fit, just meaning that it's a, it's pretty cozy on your, on your kid, you know, <laughs> that like is all perfect. sizes. That is a great, yeah. that's a great choice. What is, uh, so it's been, it's been just over a year. I mean, this show will go out kind of in the spring. Uh, what is, what has been, I'm humming between two questions, but what has been something that has really challenged you? Maybe your biggest challenge over the last year. Balance. Balance with work life and home life and business life. Like I do have my regular nine to five job. Then I have my kids and there are extracurricular activities. Um, and last your grandmother. Year, we, yes. And my grandmother. And we were pushing out so much last year that me and my husband were just, I didn't know if I wanted to continue this year. At the end of this year, I was just like, I'm taking a break. We took a month off in December to recoup. And I was just like, we have to figure out another game plan because I don't want to get burned out. Like it was my first year. I'm trying to push out as much product. I can't keep up. Like I know that I cannot keep up with mass produ- with mass production. I'm, a, you know, me a family team, you know, that's all we have. And I love the handmade, you know, a lot of people, once they try like a handmade shop, they love it, you know, and my first handmade diaper was Rebel Bottoms fitted diaper. And I loved it. And I was like, man, I need something like this. And I just feel like if people give work at home moms the chance, it would be awesome to oh, be able to so see hard more to go work back. at home mom. Yeah. It's Where do you like, want to be in five years then? So what's it? Will you regrouped in December? What do you want to do? Are you planning on going for another five years? Do you want to? I just kind of put it at what I'm going to do this as long as it's fun. Right now, this is my craft. This is fun to me. I love to be able to do it. I, I'm literally working with different designers to make like that exclusive print that you have. Yeah, so that, that was a, you only yeah. can get that print from my shop. I started working with a whole bunch of different designers all over the world to have custom made prints made just for my shop. So in that colorway, you'll only see it at our shop. Like you only can get that print with us. But that's our exclusive prints. And then we do non-exclusive where you could possibly get it other places, but the exclusive prints you that's only can fun. get there. So I guess I just want to be able to work with artists build. too. Yes, it is so much fun. It's it's crazy. Like I've, I've spent a lot of money too. Like <laughs> working with the- uh, oh, Bless you, I'm paying artists. Yes, thank you to the artists for their creativity out there. Exactly. So basically, I guess where I see my cozy bottoms, hopefully we're going to just expand. We're going to, I want to stay handmade, you know, which I know that I'm not, I know that with this, my plan is to hopefully quit my nine to five job to sew full time and then just make, just be sustainable. I want to be able to be sustainable. I'm not trying to get rich, but I do want to be, if I'm going to be doing this, I want to be getting paid as much as my nine to five. And that's hard with being a work at home mom brand and going up against mass production it's just so hard I, I don't I know I keep saying that it's just so hard I'm just like how do they do it you know I, I look at mine and how she's been sustainable for this time I'm like you know how do you do it how do you do it and I, I I'm, and I'm learning that I'm being honest I'm completely learning that right now I'm learning the business I'm the first to ever own a business and that's why I keep my nine to five because insurance yeah 
insurance and like that's the reason why I keep my nine to five. Like I my my desire is, but it's just that it's hard to go against other brands and you have a higher price product than other ones and they're like, uh, you know, I'm gonna choose this diaper over it. I'm like, if you just I mean at the end of the day, try. sometimes we can convince people though through our brand story and the quadric product that we're doing. And you know, like not everybody is shopping for the bottom line. Some people are shopping for incredible products and for customer service and for stories and for knowing that they're supporting small business. Um, you started off this where where in the world are you, Nicole? I'm in Arizona, actually. I'm in Glendale, Arizona, and I have uh, lived here and bought a home here, me and my husband, just uh, two years ago. We're actually the first to ever buy a home. So in our family and the first to ever own a business in our family. It's a lot of stuff. It's a lot of firsts here with my husband. Well, congratulations <laughs> on all the firsts. I just think you, so you started off the chat talking about when you decided to diaper your baby, not a lot of black families that you knew were also cloth diapering. Have you found that you've exposed more black families in your area to cloth diapering? How has that kind of gone for you? Your husband invited everybody he knew to your Facebook group. So has there been a positive, how's that reaction? That reaction is good from our family friends that have had kids. They have supported like my first customers, honestly, were supporters that never cloth diapered, which is oh, awesome. You know, that like, awesome. It, from, yeah, it was our, I remember like, oh man, this is my friend from, you know, high school. This is my friend from college, you know? And he's like, oh yeah, this is my friend. So it was pretty cool. Cause I'm, I'm sending diapers out to people that have never cloth diapered before ever. So just having that impact of, having people try something new in, in, in itself, you know, was so, super amazing. I'm like new to it myself. Yeah, I'm learning. Went through like different things where my diaper, I'm like, Oh my gosh, it smells like ammonia. I can't, I gotta get this. I gotta get the best wash routine down. Like this is not working. Like I've been going through stuff myself. So just having, you know, new people willing to, give it a shot, give it a try. That's kind of like what boosted us to keep it going because it's like, wow, they actually trust in us. So I always take it with like honor that anyone that trusts me to be able to make a diaper for their baby, especially when it's their newborn too. Like that means so much to us because it's like, you trusted me and my work to be able to make this and have, you know, some diapers part of your stash. Yeah. Yeah. And you know so what? That, that's like, what I was going to say is somebody asked me the other day, they're like, oh, I've always thought about starting a cloth diaper brand, but I just feel like the market is so saturated. And every time I'm like, no, it's not because there's abundance and exactly your story there. We aren't competing for the same customers. We are creating new customers with every brand that emerges. Like you started a brand and all of your first customers were non-cloth parents. Like, Wow. I, I got shivers. I just, I just think it's so amazing and beautiful. And uh, so I'm, I'm like giving them things that I'm learning, you know, as I've learned on my journey, I'm sending them information. They're like learning about, you know, rice snaps and, you know, snappies and things that they never knew. So I do have like a couple of people that were cloth parents and, you know, I love the feedback that I get, like, what can, you know, what can we do different to better our product and having those few that, did cloth diaper that bought and stuck through it, you know, because I was a new sewer and I've had day one people to stick through like 
what, what you see now. And that means a lot, you know, that means so much because I looked at one of my, which my kid had it on today. She had on one of our first diaper makes and I'm like, Oh my goodness. I sold these things. <laughs> you know, like yeah. I was just thinking like, it's okay. wow, I watch my first YouTube growth. videos and I go, Oh my God, I filmed that. <laughs> like, yeah. I was just like this, you know, it's so much better now. And I'm just so happy that to see the growth with myself and then be able to see other people wearing it and just be able to know that some of the stuff is sustainable. Like the first diapers that I made was um, like the testers. This is before I started learning what products to put together with the best elastics were, you know, and just handling like certain issues with like customer service. You know, that was a little bit of a challenge for us because I'm like, you know, what do I do? This is all handmade. You know, do I have them just ship it back? So then I was like, you know what? I want people to have good stuff. We're just going to go ahead and warranty the elastis and our snaps. If there's any issue with your snaps or your elastis, send the diaper back to us. We'll get it fixed for you to ship it back out. You know, because we are a growing brand, was a brand new brand. So we went ahead and kept that around. All right. Okay. So where, if somebody is convinced and they got to have a Mikosi bottom diaper, where are they going to go? How can we shop with you, Nicole? Yeah, so you want to go, everything is Makosi Bottoms. You can go to uh, MakosiBottoms.com. Our Instagram is at Makosi Bottoms. Our Facebook group is Makosi Bottoms as well. We have a BST group there. And you can definitely come shop with us anytime. Any questions, feel free to ask. We actually have a Facebook page as well, Makosi Bottoms. Hit us up anytime. I always say feel free to jump in our DMs because we are here for you. Thank you for joining me on today's episode of the Cloth Hyper Podcast. I absolutely loved having the opportunity to connect with Mikozy Bottoms because this was one of those episodes where you see everything that we have been doing in this industry together by ourselves in our own internet spaces kind of come together. You know, we have Petite Crown just lifting up this brand to this point where She's now thriving in her business and taking time off from her business. Shout out to Shine for sponsoring today's episode of the Cloth Diaper Podcast. If you don't already know, Deja is amazing and you should shop with Shine Cloth, shop with my cozy bottoms, shop with Petite Crown. Tell all of your friends because we cannot do all this shopping together. So obviously we must go forth and let the world know how much amazingness there is when it comes to this industry. I am so excited because this weekend I'm headed off to ABC Kids, guys. There will be a show next week because we have so much content to share with you. But if you are curious about all that is going on at ABC Kids, I will be meeting Taya from Baby Boo. I'll be meeting Katie Hare. And I am so excited. I'll see you online. Bye, guys.